Welcome to the 15 Minute Client Podcast, the show for coaches and experts who want consistent, high paying clients. It's for those coaches and experts who are tired of the complex automations, they're tired of the hair raising tech, they're tired of the convoluted funnels, they just want simplicity. If that's you, the 15 Minute Client Podcast is for you. Hey, this is Luke Charlton here. Welcome back to another episode of the 15 Minute Client Podcast. Very excited to have you here on this Monday morning. I'm not sure what day it is for you, but it's Monday morning for me. I've got my coffee here. I'm uh, just about to get stuck into my presentation that I'm delivering um, this Thursday. I do a live monthly workshop every Thursday, so just kind of going back over that, refining it, and um, sitting here thinking about Actually, I've been thinking about this, this topic, this episode that I've been wanting to record for you for the last few days. It's a um, Today, that's probably, probably going to be one of my more important episodes for you to listen to. Um, so let me put it in context, right? So if you think about the way the world is going at the moment, we're in, uh, was it June 2022? It, it, um, I don't know about you, but uh, <laughs> for me, we're not, we're not headed in the right direction. It feels like we're heading for our... Um, uh, we're heading off a cliff, basically, and um, I've been really thinking about like what is what is it that has kind of caused us to go down this path. There's there's, there's a lot of things, right? But when you look at um, us in the West, whether it's the US, Australia, the UK, New Zealand, what are you know, there's kind of two types of people, right? There are people that consume, I and mean, we we all consume, right? Well, there's the consumers on one side, and there's the producers on the, on the other. And if you look at the consumers, I mean, that's really what has caused us to go down this path. That's a big reason why we're in so much debt, right? Just look at the US, $30 trillion in debt. I'm not saying Australia is any better. We're over a million, uh, sorry, a trillion in debt. I think it's actually 1.5 trillion. Um, but, you know, in relation to our economies, it's, it's similar, right? I think um, the percentage of uh, debt to GDP is like 130% now, which is, I think it's one of the highest in history for the US anyway. Um, and so we're in a lot of debt and that's just the government debt. I'm not even talking about like the consumer debt or all the other other debt out there. So there's hundreds of trillions of dollars in debt. And why? Because we are a consumer-based economy, right? So in order for our economy to grow, we need to consume, we need to print money, we need to um, uh, we need to consume products, right? So that's the one side is, is where the consumers and and we've just become kind of fat and lazy, kind of like back in the, in in the Roman days where um, you know with the Roman Empire, that's what that led, led them down um, a path of destruction is their their debt. And so we're kind of going down down the same path, and a big reason why is because we are we consume. So the consumer is is one side, right? But then you've got the other side, and they are the producers. But when you look at the producers versus the consumers, it is a it is a really small percentage versus the consumers, right? So most people are consumers, and we've got a really small percentage of of producers. But let me ask you this: Who are the ones that actually uh, provide value and that actually you know make money and become successful? It's the producers, right? And so one of the things that I've been thinking about over the last few days, like I've got, <clears throat> I've got a, a bookshelf here in my cupboard. Just opening it up here. I've got about, I don't know, a few hundred books in here. And a lot of them I've read. Um, most of them I have not read, 
right? So what I what I love to do, I love to read. I love to, you know, if someone recommends a book, I'll go on Amazon, I'll look at the reviews. If the reviews are good, I will, I'll buy it and I'll order it and I'll go, okay, I'll get to that later. <laughs> and I've done that for a lot of books. Um, but I, I just love to read. I love to, cons- but you know, what is that? That's a form of consuming, right? It's just sitting down and consuming. It's easy. It's fun. It's relaxing. Versus producing, right? What's what's the opposite of, of consuming a book? It's writing a book, which is obviously that's that's quite hard work. It takes a lot of lot of concentration. But where is the value, right? Because you don't, you know, yes, you learn things depending on the books that you read. But if you're reading like a nonfiction book, you will learn things. Um, but that still doesn't provide value. That still is consumption. You only provide value once you're actually producing. And so one of the things that I've just been looking at this bookshelf, you know, and and because I, I, f- I feel guilty every time I look at it because I'm like, I've got, I've got to get to all these books, right? I've got, but then at the end of the day, like how much value is there in just reading and reading and reading and just consuming, consuming, right? Even like I like to listen to podcasts, YouTube show, like YouTube channels on investing, uh, on uh, music making. I've got one right up here, <laughs> right in front of me on, on, uh, um, just uh, information on on these different beatboxes that I um, I'm invested. I've have invested in one of them. Had it for a few years, and it's just anyway. It, so I like to I like to consume YouTube videos um, that teach, and also um, uh, podcasts. Right, but here's the thing: I was I was reflecting on like how much am I consuming versus my am I producing, and and I'm consuming way more. I am consuming way more than I am producing. And so what I have come to the realization is like, you know, if I want to be even more successful, then I've got to really flip that on my head. And this is the reason why I'm, you know, I'm sharing this message with you. Us coaches, we need to do the same. Yes, we need to learn our marketing. Yes, you want to get better at your topic. But if you are consuming more than you are producing, it's, um, you know, that's, that's the, that's a, uh, the you know the wrong you want to flip that equation, right? What you want to do at a minimum at a minimum you want to be producing as much as you are consuming. So for example, if you're reading an hour per day, you want to be writing an hour per day or recording an hour per day, right? So producing content on your topic. Now that is a that's going to be a pretty hard thing to do uh, in the beginning, but when you think about it, when you you know and and if I'm if I'm produ- like as a minimum producing as much as I'm consuming. It doesn't even, it doesn't sound like that much, but this is how much of a consumer culture we are in that just getting a one-to-one ratio is actually a, a hard thing. But again, who are the, who are the people in our economy that are successful? They are the producers. They're the people, um, you know, producing regular content, sending regular emails, creating regular podcasts, doing regular Facebook lives, and the beauty about these pieces of content is that you can actually you can actually make money from them, right? You can have a call to action at the end of each bit of content, which I spoke about back on. Um, I'm not sure what the episode was, but it's called Five Times Your Appointments with Content Conversion Events." But the point is, you can have a call to action at the end of each bit of content. You're not just kind of uh, a writer who's just writing because that's part of what they do, like writing practice, we can actually create content, we can produce and make money from our, um, you know, from what we produce, which is which is pretty cool. But the, the real message here is this, and I'm really hoping that 
I'm getting this across because we're about to go into um, what again, what I believe. You go back to listen uh, back to, and listen to episode eleven. A, a very big crash. Okay, we're we're going to come, whether it's at the end of this year or early next year. I I think the Fed might be might um, uh, stop their interest rate rise rises and and start printing again, and then we're going to go into hyperinflation, temporary hyperinflation. Everything's going to crash, and um, a lot of a lot of businesses, a lot of people are going to go bankrupt, and I think it's going to be pretty pretty bad, um, and there's going to be a lot of food shortages. Um, but anyway, what I'm trying to say here is, in that type of uh, scenario, even if we don't go through that, whether we go through that or not, you don't want to be a consumer, right? In a down economy, you don't want to be a consumer. You want to be the producer. You want to be the one that's producing regular content. You want to be the one that's putting in that work because if you are like everyone else who are just consuming, putting more on their credit cards, not putting out any content, just going to work, coming back, watching Netflix, right? Netflix is consuming, YouTube videos are consuming, podcasts are consuming, reading is consuming. If you're not putting out any, not producing anything and putting out any value, you'll end up like how most people are going to end up on the other side of this crash, which is with not not with much basically. So the biggest message here is if you want to set your, you know, you and your family up for security, you want to be producing more. We've all got to be producing more. And so that's why I say like at a minimum, like a really great goal is to, for every hour of content that you consume, produce for an hour, right? So write for an hour or record for an hour whatever it is, just try to get to that one-to-one ratio. Look at how much you're consuming versus start just by that awareness. How much are you consuming versus how much are you producing? Because I promise you, the more that you produce, the more success will come. Okay, Just remember that. The more that you produce, the more success that will come. Hey, think of it. This is something that um, I think maybe Russell Brunson said this many, many years ago uh, on a podcast. Um of his <laughs> that I was consuming. And um, he said something like, you know, when you when you think about like going on a holiday, right, you don't dream about, you know, sitting down and like, oh, well, let, let me start this way. When you, when you like think about, okay, I want to go sit on a beach, right, and do nothing or I want to go and just, you know, read books or you, you kind of dream about consuming, right? Think about all of your dreams. It's always consuming. I want to get that car and I want to, you know, drive that my Ferrari or whatever it is. And, and that's, that's a form of consuming, right? You're not producing anything. You're just kind of using this Ferrari. Um, I want to go and sit in a cafe and read books. I want to go on a holiday and, uh, and watch net, my favorite Netflix shows that I need to catch up on, right? Your dreams are almost always about consuming, rarely are they about producing like hey I, I want to go and and write write this book or write these podcasts or do these emails or etc cetera, etc cetera, right record more more podcast episodes and this is how we've been ingrained in the west um i guess it's probably worldwide now really um you know we've been trained to consume right um not to produce and so if you flip that around, that, that small thing, and you start producing at least as much as you are consuming, again, you will, you will be the, in the top 1% of society because most people, they don't produce, they consume. And so if you produce, 
people will then consume what you produce and that's how you provide value and that's how you make money, right? So again, you wanna be a producer, don't be a consumer. Look at how much you are, are consuming and, um, uh, and, and uh, see if you can get to that one-to-one -one ratio. Now, what I wanna do is give you, I wanna give you a couple of quick tips on what you can do to start producing more. So number one, you want to, at a, at a minimum, again, you wanna start emailing daily. The reason why I love email, as I mentioned many times before, is because when you write, uh, it helps you get clarity on your message. It helps you get clear on how you get results and why they, why the way that you, um, the way that you get results, why it works. And so you can, you can start to explain your things the way that, how you help works. And when you're more clear with that, um, it, it's much more persuasive. Okay. That's why I love writing. It helps become a lot more clear. Um, so that's number one is just start by producing one email per day. I mean, when you think about it, one email per day is not that much. Okay. Now in the beginning, yes, it might take you say 30 to 40 minutes. Um, if you come on my workshop, uh, my monthly workshop, go to the 15 minute client workshop.com. You'll get on the wait list. And when I go live next, um, you'll be notified, but I, I show you how to do your emails really quickly within just a few minutes and where to get your email ideas from. I go through all of that and to make it really easy for you to start producing regular emails. Okay. So you produce each email has, um, you know, it's entertaining and has an offer to work with you, right? So you're, you're, what you're producing is getting you clients and making you money. So that's number one. You need to get into a, into a habit of producing, right? So pick a time of day to do your, to do your daily email. That's number one. Then number two, what I would recommend and what I love about uh, this po this podcast is I can hit record wherever I am. I recorded an episode um, uh, a couple of episodes ago, uh, maybe it was even the last episode, um, out at a um, out at the markets. We we're doing our, our weekly markets, and the kids were kind of just doing some painting. So I went over and just recorded a quick episode for you. And so what I was doing is I was producing, right? And all I had, all I needed was my phone, hit record, did the episode, stopped, and I just uploaded it to a uh, box online and then my virtual assistant does the rest. She, she mixes it and masters it and, um, and uploads it to, you know, to iTunes and all that. And so that makes it really easy for me to produce because they, you know, she does all the technical work and I just have to record the episode. But the point is, um, so the first one is get into a regular habit of producing every single day. In the morning, in the afternoon, whatever good time is for you. Number two is start producing anywhere, right? Pick out your phone. If you have an idea, pick out your phone, record an episode. So start a regular podcast, right? So now you're doing your daily email. Now you're doing your podcast, right? So you, you're you um, producing more and more content. And number three is be consistent, right? So this is, um, at, at, so number three is be consistent. Very, very important. One email per day doesn't have to be a podcast every day, but if, again, the, but if you can do it every day, that's great because the more you produce, you know, the, the more you will make. Number four, be the, be in this for the long run. I spoke um, a few episodes ago about the investor versus the speculator. A speculator type coach is someone who, you know, they want, they want clients now. Um, they, they go from bright, shiny guru funnel to bright, shiny guru funnel when one doesn't work. They, they basically want success overnight without much work. The coaches that succeed, those seven and eight figure coaches, they're the ones that have made, they're like, no, I'm a coach, this is my career and I'm gonna make this work no matter what. They've got like a long-term a long -term view, right? So once you start doing daily emails and if you start like an audio podcast as an example, you know, 
you want, this is not something that's like an overnight thing. You want to go, okay, I'm going to, this is my, this is what I do for the next 10 years, the next 20 years, right? Now you might not be doing daily emails for the next 20 years. You might eventually set up an autoresponder. That's fine. But I would still have some type of regular content production um, type schedule uh, that you that you do for your entire career. Because again, why? Because you want to be a producer. It's not always about consuming. The more you produce, um, the more that you will make, the more successful you will be, um, especially through what is about to come. You want to be a producer going into the future. The, the future is made, I mean, the current time is made for producers, but particularly the future of what's to come um, is going to be for the producers. So get into your producing schedule right now while you still have time. Start building those relationships with your email list. Start doing a regular podcast and start producing. And, um, and you'll find over time that you, you know, your, your message will get out, your followings will increase, and then your income will increase as well. Okay. So remember that be a producer, don't be a consumer. With that being said, if you enjoyed this episode, um, and you need, and you want more clients, then all you have to do is go to the 15 minute client workshop.com as I teach my whole, um, my whole one email per day system in a live monthly workshop, just go to the 15minuteclientworkshop.com and uh, you'll get on the wait list and when I go live, you'll be notified. Okay, with that being said, I will see you in the next episode. See you then. Cheers.